Hello. Blue Suisse presents today's market analysis. Capital Markets Overview The Standard & Poor's 500 index hit a record high on Thursday. The optimistic data on the number of first jobless claims in the United States boosted people's confidence in the labor market recovery. Still, it did not arouse people's concerns about the Fed's early downsizing. Investors also digested the impact of the unexpected rise in producer prices in July, after the inflation report on Wednesday showed that consumer prices slowed in July. In addition to the economic headlines, several Fed officials expect that taking into account the strong momentum of the economic rebound, the Fed will announce plans to curtail large-scale bond purchases before the end of the year. NASDAQ, which is dominated by technology stocks, also closed at a high price. Investors poured into fast-growing companies while the Dow Jones index underperformed and closed almost flat. The Canadian stock market ended its two-day rally on Thursday. The S&P, TSX Composite Index fell from a record high to around 20,500 points, with the weight of commodity stocks dragging down the index. Market sentiment remains mainly concerned that the rapid spread of contagious Delta variants will undermine the global economic recovery. European stock markets rose for the ninth consecutive trading day on Thursday. The stock's 600 index hit a record high. The strong earnings report and the prospect of a strong recovery in the European economy offset concerns about the spread of the contagious coronavirus Delta variant. In China, the benchmark DAX 30 index broke 15,900 points for the first time. On Thursday, the FTSE MIB rose 0.4% for the eighth consecutive trading day to close at 26,558 points, a 13-year high driven by optimism about the pace of recovery in Europe. After the CEO of Spirits expressed his confidence in business trends, Campari Italy, increased by 1.1%, performed best. In terms of corporate news, local media reported that infrastructure group Atlantia, plus 1.2%, might list its subsidiary Telepass in the future. In Italy, Tuscany, Sicily, and Sardinia have recently written an incidence of more than 100. The Italian archipelago is more likely to cross the yellow zone due to higher hospitalization rates. The London stock market was weak at the close on Thursday. The blue-chip FTSE 100 index closed below 7,200. The decline in mining stocks offset the broader market's gains. Evres and Rio Tinto are the biggest laggards in the index, falling 7.1% and 5.5%. In terms of data, the British economy grew by 4.8% in the second quarter of this year, surpassing the 1.6% decline in January to March during the winter lockdown, which was driven by the service industry. In June alone, GDP growth exceeded the expected 1.0%. The Shanghai Composite Index fell 8 points or 0.2% on Thursday to close at 3,525 points after reports that China will draft new laws on national security, technological innovation, monopoly, education, and areas involving foreigners. In the five-year blueprint to 2025, the government will also revise the Infectious Diseases Law and the Border Health and Quarantine Law. According to the latest data, the Bank of China added 1.08 trillion yuan in RMB loans in July, the lowest level since October 2020. China's total social financing fell from 3.67 trillion yuan in June to 1.06 trillion yuan. 
Regarding the flu pandemic, it is reported that China's tightening control measures are hitting the service industry, especially the tourism and hotel industries. The S&P, NZX50 index fell 66 points, or 0.5%, to close at a two-week low of 12,682 points, the second consecutive day of decline. It was previously reported that New Zealand's food inflation remained at 6 in July due to rising grocery prices. Month high, 2.8% year-on-year. At the same time, the U.S. consumer price inflation rate in July was 5.4%, the same as the 11-year high of last month, and slightly higher than market expectations of 5.3%, while the increase in core inflation was lower than expected. Regarding the coronavirus, New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said on Thursday that New Zealand is not yet ready to fully open up but will begin to open in phases early next year. The leader added that her government would consider opening quarantine-free travel to vaccinated travelers from low-risk countries starting in the first quarter of 2022. Cook's Global Foods lost 4.4 percent, and Radius Residential Care dropped 3.4 percent. That is all for today. Visit Blue Suisse website for more analysis for free. See you tomorrow.